Any successful plan requires wisdom and preparation, and retirement is no different. It's time for the Plan Wise Retire Free Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome into this edition of Plan Wise Retire Free. Thanks for hanging out here on the podcast with Jude Wilson and myself and Mike Mott as we talk investing, finance, and retirement. This week we got a special guest. Mike is uh, on vacation, a little siesta time, I guess, for Mike, but we're going to hang out with Jude. And we got a special guest, Jude. You're going to talk today with Debbie Ronka, who is the author of The Family Letter. She's also the founder and CEO of Sequoia Life Coaching. So I'm going to let you take over, Jude, and uh, you guys have a great conversation. Debbie, welcome in. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you, Mark. I'm, I'm so excited to be here. Mark, thank you. As usual, we really appreciate you hosting and asking good questions. But today, I think I'm going to take the lead because I know Debbie really well. I have the honor of uh, working with Debbie in a mastermind group that we meet once mm-hmm. a week with just some amazing people that have some like interest, all growing our careers and our, and our companies. And through that uh, opportunity, I've gotten the chance to know Debbie and I thought, wow, she's going to be an amazing person to bring onto the podcast. So let me tell you the audience a little bit about my friend Debbie, because I think you'll grow to love her as I do. Uh, as, as Mark said, she is an international bestseller with her book, The Family Letter. But not only that, she's a certified life coach. She's also a, a disc profile trainer, and she's just an overall wonderful person. Her specialty is the reason why I wanted to bring her onto the show today. And, and to, to set this up before Debbie and I really get into the conversation, you know, we at the firm do a, a, a lot of helping our clients plan out, you know, their future retirement and uh, work with them on estate planning. Now, the, the attorneys do the heavy lifting, you know, they write all the documents and everything. But oftentimes, our clients want to leave some money behind to their kids, their grandkids, a charity. And we help them with planning that out. What I've come to find in my career, though, um, particularly for with our most successful clients, is that that's great. We can do that. We can help. But the thing that is missing, particularly over the last year, what I've seen is that leaving a legacy behind, leaving your thoughts, your your values, your life lessons is something that I don't think we take the time and that we do very well. So with that said, and this conversation is not only going to be about that, but with that said, that's kind of the reason why Debbie, I wanted to invite Debbie on because she's got a great process of being able to tell the loved ones how you feel. So Debbie, with that said, I hope I didn't boost your head up too big. (laughs) I'll I'll try to fit into the screen here, (laughs) (laughs) too. I love you dearly, and truly, our our mastermind family has been a highlight of my life, just collaborating with all of you and the growth that we all get from being together each week. So uh, it's just great. Yeah, I I appreciate you so much. Uh, Same here, my friends. Same here. So, Debbie, tell me, you know, I, I gave a little introduction, but I really want you to take a few minutes and tell our audience a little bit about you and how you got to the point of writing this book and what is the book truly about? Thank you, Jude. Well, first, I'm passionate about helping women. You know, as a life coach, 
you know, helping them process their transitions that they experience in life. Every woman and every man, life is just full of transition. We're always closing one chapter of our life and moving to the next. And my heartbeat is to help women stay out of that messy middle where all their mindsets and limiting beliefs come forth as they're processing decision moving forward. And I love to get them to the other side in their transition and wholeness and clarity. So I'm very passionate about that and also about family. And that's why uh, the family letter was written. Actually, the genesis of it all is about four years ago, I spoke at a women's retreat on the power of our words, uh, the spoken blessing, if you would want to put it that way. And when all I got, and I shared with my, about them, what my family does with letters that we write to each other to express value and encouragement. And they were all afterwards saying, Debbie, teach us more about the letters. We want to know how you did this. And so a friend wound up saying, Debbie, why don't you write a book about that? And so that's really how it came about. I wasn't sure if this was something that people would want to read. And I only share this, Jude, because we all have these limiting beliefs. I thought, who was going to want to read a book about letters? Well, I wound up writing the book and it's become an international bestseller. So thinking about what we hold back from what we're supposed to bring forth to the world, right? Because of the way we think. And I'm real excited about the book. Uh, Basically, Jude, what we've done as a family since uh, our children were young, and we've been doing this now over 35 years, is we write letters uh, to each other on our birthdays. It all started as a tool to teach our children the power of encouragement, the power of words, how to uh, use the words to build one another up. And we found that a letter was an easy place to express that because Mm -hmm. we have trouble verbally expressing or we may forget what it is we want to say and it's also a safe place and the letters sharing going with what you're sharing jude it is a legacy because these letters you keep absolutely you can go back to year after year and you know read these letters so the framework basically is this on our birthdays Um, say it was my birthday, my husband and my three children will each write me a letter expressing to me what they love specifically about me, celebrating my gifts and talents, any accomplishments, maybe even encourage me if I've walked through a tough time through this past year. Like I have a whole template in the book that helps you craft that letter. And the power, Jude, is when we gather as a family, I read each letter one by one out loud. And what happens is everybody who's listening is impacted in a different way. The one receiving the letter, the one who wrote it, and the ones listening. And the whole concept is everyone has a deep longing to be known, loved, valued, and celebrated. And this is what the letters do. They speak forth that value. And everyone in my family will say, we know we're loved and celebrated by our family because of these letters. And it's created a unique bonding um, that none of us ever, after 35 years, we still want our letters. And it has now gone on to the next generation of my grandchildren. Well, that's, that's amazing because 
when I first heard of the book and the love letters, I was thinking from my perspective as a financial planner, um, the estate and the legacy planning, as I've said before, the estate is mainly about leaving some tangible asset behind. The legacy is more about leaving the memories and, and the goodwill and, and the morals and the values and your life experience. And I'll, I'll tell you, for me, when you and I first talked, it made me remember about when uh, my dad was living, we, uh, a good friend of mine wanted to write a book about the, the history of Caribbean people moving to the States. And he asked me if he could you know, talk to my dad. And I said, yeah, sure. And he met with my dad. I was in the room and he brought in a tape recorder and he asked my dad about his life journey. And I learned so many things I didn't know. I thought, I knew, you know, I, I know my dad. I can, I can imitate his voice. I know him, you know, all the funny, all the bad dad stuff that he does. I got that down pat. But what I, the way that the story transitioned though, is that my friend wrote a small piece in his book and, and my dad was, you know, mentioned in that. But the tape recording I never got that recording and, and I know he had given it to my dad. So when my dad passed away, I searched the house far and wide and could never find it. And when you and I talked, I thought, Oh my God, if I had had letters from my dad, how cherished I would have those today, how cherishing that and how, how meaningful that would be. So that was kind of the genesis of me wanting to talk to you about that. Tell, mm -hmm. tell me, give me some examples of how, you've seen some transformation with people who have written these letters. Oh, absolutely. I, you know, what I have found amazing, it doesn't matter what age you are, because everyone has that longing to be known, loved, valued, and celebrated. So for example, my seven-year-old grandson said, Nana, do you know what I want for my birthday? And I said, what do you want? And he threw his hands over his head. I want letters. Now, what <laughs> seven-year-old says that? Yeah. But he has seen it happen in his little lifetime. And so he sees the value. I, I recently had a reader who wrote her mother a letter on her 80th birthday. And she said her, she's never written a letter before and her mother's never received a letter before. But on her 80th birthday, she read this letter in front of the whole family. Well, about three weeks ago, the same reader contacted me and said, Debbie, my mother's in hospice. And all I could do was look back. And I'm so grateful that I wrote that letter to my mother. Yeah. And so she was able to pour life into her mother. I have blended families who have sat down. And at first they thought, oh, this might be awkward. But when they started to, they chose whoever's birthday it was, and they did the letters, everyone was like, oh, this is great. We love it. Whose birthday's next? We can't wait for the next birthday. I even have readers doing Zoom letters, Jude, you know, because of the isolation that we've oh, all makes been so in, much sense. Or people just live in different parts of the world, you know. So what I tell everyone to do, and, and this particular uh, woman did it, you choose the person. And even if it's not the birthday, if you just want to start this going, choose somebody in your family and everybody writes the letter. You, know, you can do it on computer and then email it to the person 
right before the Zoom call. Like, don't give it to them ahead of time because Mm -hmm. they're going to want to read it. The power is in the moment. And this particular reader, she said, Debbie, my family does not express emotion. We do not share these things. And so for us to do this, it was a big risk. But she said, I wanted to give it a try. And she said, I had an expectation, but this far exceeded what I thought would ever happen. And it was their brother. And never has he ever heard his sisters express their affection or admiration towards him. And Mm. he began to cry. And then she said, we all started crying. And then the brother said, whose birthday's next? We as a family will continue to do this. So what happens, Jude, when people start receiving that affirmation, they're like, this is good. This is really what I wanted and what we all long for. And it's like a two-way street. Like we not only need to give it, but we need to receive it. Well, with that said, first of all, that is absolutely amazing and beautiful to see those type of transformations, emotional connections. But I can just see talking to some of my clients who I know they'll say something, they may say something like, well, I'm not a writer. You know, this is, yeah, it's a, it's a good concept. How do you help someone who doesn't feel like they're creative and they could put it on paper? I know you have a process. I do. I actually have a template in the book, one for smaller children when they're first starting out, because you want to keep it simple. And then the template, of course, gets longer when uh, adults are involved. And what I do in the book, uh, Jude, is I really encourage people through the letters. We've actually put letters from my personal family letters in the book. So people can see it could be two lines from a child or, you know, it could be that simple or it could be a longer letter as you go. So you basically want to let that person know specifically why you love them, celebrate, recognize their talents, like call them out. Like, you know, Jude, you're an awesome leader, you know, call out the qualities, the characteristics that you see. And so when you start really thinking about that person and you follow that template, it's very easy to write. Yeah. And, and people feel like it has to be really difficult. It doesn't. It, it can be just very simple expressing your values to that person. I know my, uh, I have a chapter in the book called The Perspective. And I've asked each of my children to write their perspective, and they're in their 30s, of what the letters have meant to them over the years. My one son said, you know, when I have a bad day, I can go back and pick up those letters and remember who I am through the lens of my family. Yes. And, you know, you're reminded. And then my other son, you know, he just encourages people, you know, start the tradition. You won't regret it because when you see the life that it brings forth... You know, Jude, we all have these question marks in our heart. Does my life have purpose? Has it had any value? Do I bring any impact? These letters are the tool that gives you that place to let that person know their value, their impact, their influence, what you love about them. And I think a lot of us walk around with some dry, thirsty souls that these words are like water to our souls and it just... It inspires you to believe again. It inspires you and gives you confidence to know that you can accomplish the goals that are in your life because someone's telling you your value and your yeah. 
I tell you, I, I have one question for you and one, one story. I'll start with the story first. And this is really going to give you some insight with me. I don't share this with very many people. I think this is the first time I've actually shared this publicly. Uh, most people who know me know I'm the youngest of nine. One of my brothers was, was murdered when I was in high school. Mm. And the day that he passed away, I actually saw him and he was a troubled, he was a troubled man. And the day that I saw him last, I was really upset with him. And in my family, we have a tradition when you come into the house, the, the men hug each other and, and you kiss the women on the cheek. Well, when I saw him that day, I was so upset with him. I didn't acknowledge him. I didn't hug him. And then later on that day, I found out that he passed away. Oh. It, was a, uh, it, was a, it was a trauma for me that I, it took me years to forgive myself for that. Mm-hmm. And I think about the love letter that you're talking, or the family letter that you're talking about. And had we had an opportunity to do the letters, at least in my heart, I would have known that at least he knew that I loved him regardless of, of how he passed. So that's kind of the story I wanted to share. But knowing my brother, this is the question. I would have written the letter because I'm, I'm kind of an emotional, touchy-feely kind of guy. My brother was Mr. Macho, uh, you know, just not a touchy-feely type of person. How do you handle those people who say, you know, this, this just sounds too shishi foo foo I, I, I don't know if I could write something like that. I love that question. And I, I believe if you start with that person and let them be the first to receive the letters, they're going to be so impacted. They're going to want to do it. It's like you can't believe it until you see it, until you experience it. Something so simple could be so impactful. So those that feel like they can't, I would start with them and give them, let them have the letter first. Yeah. Do the letters for them. And um, I had one father, uh, he read the book and he said, you know, I have regrets that I never did that with my family. Is it too late? And I said, it's never too late because we always have that longing. And he felt like he had been really hard on his boys and they happened to be going on vacation. And I said, why don't you do this? Why don't you start with your wife and write a letter to your wife and have her read it out loud so her boys can hear you honor her. And you'll be just watching her expression, her taking that in will touch their hearts. And then while you're away, write each son a letter. Because he was asking me, like, how do I start this tradition? They're older. They may not want to do it. So I said, just start slowly. But I've never had anyone who started ever say it didn't work. Because it goes back to that basic longing that we all want to be known, loved, valued, and celebrated. And who else do we want to hear this from? But our significant loved ones, our families, the strong relationships in our life. You know, we have the power to answer the questions in our loved one's heart. That, that's, that's just great advice. So we've been talking for a while, and I, I, I want to make sure our audience knows, one, how to possibly get the family letter. And, and then two, if there are anything that you can share with our audience on how they may be able to get some information from you, an assessment or anything that could possibly help them. So first, let's start with the book. If they were interested in the book, how could they get the book? 
Thank you for asking. Well, you can get it on Amazon or you can go to my website, debbyronka.com, and I can I will sign it for you. If you go through my website, I'll be able to sign it and mail it to you. But I wanted to share this story with you too, Jude. My father had esophageal cancer and we went home for a visit when my kids were like in their teenage years. And we found out that this was the end for him while we were there. And my kids asked, they said, mom, can we write grandpa a letter? And I said, oh my gosh, yes. And so it was probably one of the most tender moments, Jude, because each of my children wrote a letter and we went to my father's hospital bed and we sat there and each letter was read out loud for my father. He couldn't read them, but I could tell by the expression, his countenance. Uh, he left this world knowing what kind of grandfather he was to my children. And it was so beautiful. And the reason I share that is because of that experience, Jude, my husband and I are leaving letters in our, with our will to our children, like nice. something for your clients. We want our children in our passing when they get our will to find a letter from each of us, our final letter to them. Nice. And I, I really believe like your clients, if they were to take the time and just write a letter about what they love about their family members, because when we lose our loved ones, the things that we want are the words what we want those words of what they think about us, what they feel about us. So if your clients can have that letter connected with their wills and maybe tell story in there as well, be part of that legacy, or even if it's a, spe a specific item that they're giving to a child, maybe write down the history and the story behind that and why I chose you to have this. That's and it will amazing. make it so personal. That's amazing. I, I, I thank you for sharing that. I know that you had mentioned before that I think you have some uh, type of assessment for women. Yes, I do. It's an assessment to help women uh, process whether or not they're in the middle of a transition. It'll ask questions about different symptoms. It's really powerful. So I definitely would be a free item I would love to give to your guests and they would immediately get the results. Wonderful. What we'll do is we'll add that link to the assessment into the show notes, but I wanted to make sure that people knew the power of your book and to hear your words uh, directly. I can't thank you enough for, for joining us today. I think this is going to make a big difference in people's lives. Thank you, Jude. It's been an honor to be with you and thank you for allowing me to share the impact of the family letter. Wonderful. Right. Have a great day. We'll see you at the next mastermind meeting. All right. I'll see you soon. You <laughs> Bye. take care. Bye. Well, thank you so much for listening to the podcast, folks. This has been Plan Wise and Retire Free with Jude Wilson from Centrust Financial Services. And don't forget, you can reach out and check out the podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, all that good stuff. You can find it at planwiseretirefreepodcast.com. That's planwiseretirefreepodcast.com. And don't forget to check the show notes. We'll have that link up from Debbie as well. We'll see you next time here on the show with Jude and Mike. This is Plan Wise, Retire Free. The preceding program is sponsored by Jude Wilson and Mike Mott, which is solely responsible for its content.